This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 2. I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care Hello and welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese film Goodfellas one glorious minute at a time. I am Josh Flanagan, and with me are Ron Richards. Hello. And Connor Kilpatrick. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> 
It's our, fir- it's, our fir- it's our first instance of Italian in this in this podcast series. <laughs> Ron's name doesn't sound it, but he is. He's our Italian friend, Ricardo. Uh, we'll we'll get to okay. our we'll get to our uh, our backgrounds later on in the in a couple of minutes from now. <laughs> All right, so we're on the second minute of Goodfellas. Uh, this minute starts uh, with uh, some thunking and Henry's confused face. What is that thunking? Uh, it ends um, with uh, Billy Bats's bloody body. Bloody, bloody Billy Bats. Bloody, bloody Billy Bats' body. So, so uh, th- th- kicking things off, what struck me, I remember the first time I saw this movie, the, within two minutes, the brutality. Yes. That's what, that, that's the, that's what I remember the most about this scene. Well, that, that stabbing is very visceral. Yeah. Um, and a little bit, of, little bit of overkill. I mean, he stabs and he gets, Billy Bats, they open the trunk. He's, whoa, he's whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's Billy Bats? We don't know who that is. There's someone in the trunk. We're not playing this like we don't know these characters' names. We don't know what's happened yet. We don't know what's happened. <laughs> There's a guy in the trunk, and he's bleeding, and they stab him seven times and shoot him four times. <laughs> seems like overkill. It seems already like overkill. overkill. Also, uh, Jimmy, or whoever that guy is. Who's that guy? De, De, uh, De Niro? De Niro has a shovel. Yeah. Like he's going to beat him, but he also has a gun. Yeah. You could do that with a trunk in the 70s. It's, a, it's an enough enormous enough. Pontiac, by the way. Enormous. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, Grand Prix, I believe. Yeah. I might be wrong. It is. Because there's a GP on the, on the back of the. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was a GTO for a while, but. No, no, no. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I think that. So Henry's got that confused uh, face. And, and, and the, the next thing you see is, is that De Niro wakes up. And, and right away, uh, you are given prime De Niro. He, may, he has a confused look on his face. He makes one of those classic De Niro faces. Hmm? He looks <laughs> yeah. left and right. Uh, and, then, and then the three of them, trying to figure out what's going on, they, they, they cumulatively have disbelief. Yep. Among them. What? <laughs> They're all, like, if it wasn't them, you would accuse those guys of overacting, which, is, which sort of plays into the, like, it's a little sensational, but as a cold open... You can totally get away with it, especially in this movie and with those guys. Yeah, well, well, it's but they totally am it. Yeah, they totally do. I mean, like, and it's it, it. Yeah, I mean, the three of them. These are the three central characters in the movie, and it's. I find it from, and as we'll get more as the story unveils and we see what happens, picking this moment as the pivotal moment in of the subjects' lives, I think is is genius because this is the. I feel like this is the moment. Where things start turning downhill. Oh, absolutely! This yeah, is the, yeah. this is their downfall right here. Is yeah, exactly. Billy, killing Billy Bats. I mean, whatever yeah. happened to the guy in the it's back? The one bad decision. Not right. well, not one. Now, how do you feel about it being as a cold open? I mean, like, because it's great. Yeah, it's great because you're confused. You don't know what's going on, right? It's Plus, you're introduced to the brutality of these characters. These are not yeah. good guys. Yeah, it's it's a very modern. Well, it's modern now, and everybody's copied this. Yeah, like a lot of uh, a lot of pop culture, a lot of TV shows, a lot of movies, a lot of comic books start with this kind of thing where like here's here's the action now we're gonna take you back and see how you got there yeah. um it's very sorkin i love that he's got like a knife holster <laughs> no it was just in his pocket wasn't it or or something in there but it's holding well, that we, knife and i think it's in his pants i think he just he didn't uh, have a knife holster because it was yeah. a borrow it, well we don't know this josh whoa i know how do you know <laughs> he doesn't have a knife holster <laughs> i think it's i think it was just in like in the inside pocket of the jacket Sure, but it looks like he's got it. It looks like he's got a holster. Yeah, it's very intimidating. Yeah, you don't don't know Uh, how long that knife's going to be when he pulls it out. It could be comically long, and it's also comically a comically rubber uh, knife, by the way, too. When he's stabbing, you can see it bending. Hey, hey, (laughs) it worked for Hitchcock and Psycho. I'm not going to worry about it. (laughs) I really love um, 
because here here you're starting to see you've started to see but you get the cinema in this one you know oh. the, the, with that that red tail light glow yeah, sort of bathes everything in that eerie light as as the mist goes around, and you know it's it's a hot, humid night, and they're like, oh, it's it's really beautiful, and it sets like a a really creepy scene. And they don't they don't they don't talk, they mutter to each other in the car, the thing where they're all just sort of repeating words to each other, but they're not really saying anything. There's a lot of really muffled dialogue, um, but then everything else is just them looking at each other. Yeah, and so you look at Henry, you do the thing. Yeah, so um, and also I, I think the the red tail light and then merging with the blood, uh, you know, in the you know the guy's wrapped in sheets and he's all bloody and it kind of for a moment it becomes it's just a sea of red, um, which is amazing. So as you mentioned, Henry, this is our protagonist. Is it safe to say the the, yeah. the subject yes. of the film, uh, Henry Hill, played by Ray Liotta, uh, and Henry Hill was a mobster. Who uh, between 1955 and 1980 was uh, active in the in the New York City mafia? Although the mafia doesn't exist, I don't know what they're talking about with that. <laughs> um, and what happened was is that after getting um, arrested in 1980 uh, for which is could be a whole other podcast in and of itself about how he got arrested, um, uh, he became he turned uh, informant and started working with the FBI to help them bring down the mob um, and. After all that happened, he told his story uh, and that this is what it's all based on. Um, as far as Ray Liotta goes, uh, he was cast in this uh, after Scorsese saw him in Something Wild. Um, do you remember that movie? With Not. Melanie Griffith? Field of Dreams. Not Field of Dreams, yes. Where he, he also played Shula's Jones. technically Jackson before this. Yeah. Um, but before Field of Dreams, before Something Wild, he did a bunch of TV. He was in Another World, the, the uh, soap opera. He was on St. Elsewhere. He was on a show called Casablanca. Um, didn't 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 they want Tom Cruise for this role? Oh, did they? I, well, I, I read I, that. I, yes. I read I read that Scorsese really wanted Leota, but Erwin Winkler didn't like him, and Erwin Winkler was hot on Sean Penn. Hmm. They wanted Sean Penn to be Henry Hill. I can kind of see that, yeah. but also really glad they didn't. Yeah, because um, well, we're going to get to it a little more, but because there's lots to talk about the character of Henry Hill, the real yeah. man of Henry Hill, and and what Ray Liotta brings to it. Um, but instantly, when you look at his face compared to everybody else's, um, and this is more the story of the film, I think, than anything else. Although he, you know, the point was he was uh, he wasn't full Italian, so he wasn't the same as the other guys. Right. Yeah. Um, but he just looks different. Like his eyes, he has those like those eyes, the long eyelashes that that look kind of sweet, and and it really plays off everything that's going on here. And if you if you watch, you know, he doesn't do any of the stabbing or shooting. No. Correct. And that's a big thing for Henry Hill. Henry Hill said never killed anybody. Right. Um, and that's right away they're showing you that right here, uh, indirectly, sort of. And, and I think it's safe to say that when you look uh, – with, with all the characters, when you look at their real life, who they're based on, and who they are in the movies, the, the actors are much more handsome. And, and this is very much a case. <laughs> if you see a picture of Henry Hill in oh, real yeah. life and compare him to Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta is a much more handsome man in this. Um, yeah. well, but, let's, let's get back to the movie. Let's get back to the actual act again because I think there's a couple of things that – uh, the the scene says of these characters that it's brilliant. Hang it's on, all... ha- hang on though. I got one more note on, on Ray right. Liotta's casting. Um, Ray Liotta turned down the role of Harvey Dent in T- Tim Burton's Batman to play this. Yes. So there you go. I didn't know that. You did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> where it was taken by Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> no one was typecasting there. So, um, so in addition to showing you in this pretty much silent scene that these characters are brutal. It also shows you they have tempers because they didn't they didn't need to stab him seven times to shoot him four times. They could have yeah. just shot him shot him once. But th- this also shows you how how easily these guys will fly off the handle. 
Yeah. They didn't want to have to pull over again. Yeah. Yeah, but one bolt to the head might do it as opposed to seven stab wounds to the chest and then score. And also, let's be honest, the guys in their trunk bloody, they don't ask, Are you okay? What's wrong? He just comes out stabbing. <laughs> so clearly they just they they're they're very impulsive. It's just yeah, it's yeah. But um yeah, no, I I mean the, the, the brutality of it, I mean like do you think the stabbing would be enough, but no, I gotta shoot him four times. So and I got- also and also I get the sense that it's very late, but someone's gonna hear those gunshots. Oh, the woods yeah i don't know it's, no, it's, they're not they're just on the side of the road aren't they it's upstate it's, yeah but yeah it's woods on either side of them it depends on how if they're up by new rochelle no, nobody's hearing that yeah so yeah so fun, fun fact for this minute uh it, at the one minute 10 mark we get the first instance of fuck <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna come back 320 more times in this movie that's oh. this the word Brilliant. fuck is used 321 times which is an average of more than two a minute oh which fantastic is, which i went really that's it <laughs> well, I was I was I was talking to my wife about that we were going to do this and uh she was she, not, she was that, not pleased. No, she, she she encouraged me to do it oddly enough. Um you need to get him out of the fucking room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the first time we've said fucking. Um I guess I guess you can't do this as a family friendly podcast so it doesn't really oh, matter. Oh yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> um, but she brought up to me that Which the family? first time that I showed her Goodfellas long ago when we was a courtin um that this was the, this that stabbing really stuck with her, and I well, tend it's a, it's to the sound on the the, the uh, foley work on yeah. it. Yeah, I amazing. tend to be sort of desensitized to it, but as you watch it now, it's it's quite it's it's pretty visceral, and it it really is it's still pretty disturbing. Because um, I think you know if you've seen this movie a billion times, maybe at the beginning you're I'm gonna go get a drink, I'm gonna settle. Maybe you missed the very beginning. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, I feel like yeah, this kind of thing. You can pop the you can pop the Blu-ray in or, or press play on whatever, and these opening couple of minutes. If you've seen it, you've seen it once. You've seen it a lot. Uh, it's still great. It's still wonderful filmmaking. But it, this is the kind of thing where it's such a brief, you know, two minutes to set the stage, um, and then we get another minute of, uh, and then uh, we'll talk in soon of more credits. But uh, but yeah, so it's a great it's a great so, setup. Great setup. Anybody anybody have any notes for this minute? I'm that's all I got. I'm good. Okay, great. Uh, so that's it for uh, minute two. Tune in tomorrow for minute number three until check us out at Twitter at Goodfellas Min or Instagram at Goodfellas Minute. And you can find all of our episodes at GoodfellasMinute.com. A uh, reminder if you like comic books, make sure to check out our, our website about comic books, ifanbar.com, and our weekly podcast there. Thanks for listening. I am Josh. I'm Connor. And I'm Ron. Or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is up.